everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from the smoke-filled air of Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. And coming up on today's show, dental hygiene. (laughs) That's right. TGIA tackles (laughs) flossing. Woo! Yeah. We're going to... We have a different angle. You all heard this one. You all saw the news, so we don't need to tease it too much. But yes, we're going to talk about it. In a flossing. Way, flossing. Yep. Do you need to floss? Frank, mm-hmm. do you need to floss right now? I ate some popcorn last night. Oh, flossing. It's mm-hmm. the only way. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about that later. We'll find a way to make it relevant mm-hmm. to our show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll yeah. work on it. We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out by the time we get we'll there. Don't worry about it. Surely. <laughs> All right, Dan. Yes, sir. There's a, there's a big old Pentecostal-ish type church in sweden oh wow uh and they have a big old plan okay to use drones uh to drop thousands of bibles in isis controlled iraq oh brilliant (laughs) this cannot this is perfect Uh and i'll tell you why it's perfect Mm -hmm. it will absolutely almost certainly have the effect that they want <laughs> well the effect they want is uh according to uh, this article uh-huh. um so uh the church's mission director uh christian ackerholm told swedish broadcaster svt that the bibles are the size of little pill boxes okay. and they have a display uh-huh. Uh huh. They require no electricity, but work on their own. I don't understand. It's a miracle. It's a, it's a um, miracle of modern technology. And uh, but this is this is their hope here, right? Uh-huh. Our ambition is to pass on the hope and love of the Christian gospel to a population living in closed areas where they are being denied human rights. Yeah, let's drop. Let's with with absolutely no context. Right. Let's 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 drop. Our ancient awful thing, right? Onto a region that's being run by an ancient awful set yeah. of beliefs. I don't think these people have read their own book, <laughs> because if you read that book, a theologically it's basically indistinguishable from the Quran, right? B, it's horrific, yeah, like unto the Quran. <laughs> You're not going to do anything. You yeah. achieve exactly. You achieve a way, you know, here's what they achieve. They achieve a bunch of people who are like, I'm going to support that. And I'm going to use uh, redneck uh, American voice. Ah, yeah. Assuming that it translates to redneck Swedish voice. But, yeah, they're going to be like, I'm going to use my, I'm going to give them money so they can give them heathens some good news. And then, of course, the church pays, you know, keeps a chunk of that for themselves. And, oh, then, yeah. and then does the rest, and then does the drone thing. Well, you have overhead. You have to pay for it. Right, exactly. You know, there are costs involved right. in these things, people. Right. So the name of the church is Livet's Ord. Uh-huh. Uh, that means word of life. Mm. It's in Uppsala, wherever that is. Sure. Uh, Been there many times. <laughs> Uppsala. Um, Swedish, uh, the Swedish press has uh, called the... Um, the church, uh, or is accused of being like a cult. Okay. Uh, they're highly suspicious of, of this church. Um, as, as if this is truly Pentecostal-ish. Yeah. Yeah. I bet, I bet Sweden is really concerned 
about this in their own backyard. Yeah, let me let, for all of our international listeners, and we have plenty of them. Uh, if some new church moves into your town and they strike you as kind of American in nature, run. Be afraid. <laughs> Be very afraid. And also, if this happens, uh, the church's founders, Ulf and Brigitta Ekman, uh, converted to Catholicism in 2014 and left the church. The founders. Oh. Left. That'll happen. And converted to Catholicism. <laughs> yeah, that won't happen. That's the weird thing. That, how, yeah. how does that work? You leave a, a, a functioning, thriving religious community behind that you founded. Uh, they were probably forced out. And then you... It's possible. They got miscavaged. <laughs> Is that what happened? No, I don't know what uh, happened with that. Anyway, I just wanted to... I just, I, I just think that's a, that's that's a fascinating... That's nutty. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I go go. Yeah, it's great. Spend a lot of money dropping a stupid book. Little e bibles. Like, like literally, if you don't have a guy there, like trying to interpret this book in a way that makes any kind of sense, it's you're not going to work. It's not going to do anything. That yeah. book means nothing. It's the worst. It's All just right. one big mess. It's. I. I would love. To get the response of some, like, if you could find in this whole world someone who's never been exposed to Christianity, but has been educated, mm -hmm. uh, which you can't find. But if you could find that person, I would love to hear an explication of the Bible from just virgin eyes. Like, from someone who has no knowledge of, of Christianity or whatever, and just be like, what do you think? Well, I would want them to design up the church, the, the, the religion that they think is outlined. follows that book. Yeah. Right? Like, what, what, are, the, what are the features of this? What are its practices? Right. What are, what are, what are, the, what are the main questions of this book? What, and, what, yeah. and, and what are the main answers? Like, yeah. what, what's most important to this religion yeah. based on this book? I think... Guaranteed they wouldn't come up with modern Christianity. I think modern Christians would be horrified. It's actually an interesting It's a proposal. fascinating experiment. And yeah. if someone has a, a shit ton of time and a background in, uh, in, in that Reverse sort of... Reverse anthropology. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We'd love to see it. Go ahead. That's a good... That's a, that's a fascinating uh, master's thesis for somebody to do. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to take us to the bridges of Madison County. Mm. Not Madison County, Iowa, though. Where, oh. where that... But Madison County, North Carolina. Oh. Uh, where... Somebody noticed that uh, the, 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 the schools, the logo of the Madison County Schools, Yeah, it's interesting. It's a, I'm going to first say, you and I appreciate good design. Yeah. This does not have that. <laughs> this is okay. terrible. Right. It's got, so here's, here's what I want you to picture. Okay. A big serif M in the middle. Uh-huh. Uh, probably like a Times New Roman sort of okay, yeah. capital M. I can, I can see it. Uh -huh. uh, and then, like, draw a big blue circle around that. Okay. And at the top of that, write unity on, on the edge of the circle. And at the bottom, write teamwork. And then a red square within the circle. <laughs> okay. And that says men mentally, socially, spiritually, physically. Okay. And then a green triangle no. within that. Okay. And that says, on the bottom, family and job. <laughs> and at the top, 
god. <laughs> of course. And let me, uh, let me see it. Let me see if I imagined. If you, if you imagined what, what it you correctly. Described. Yeah, because that was. Uh, not exactly, but yeah. Pretty pretty close. That's horrifying. It's a terrible. It's a. Just graphically, it's it's horrific. Yeah. Graphically, it's the worst thing you've ever seen in your uh, life. Uh, uh, however, the, the, the point of contention that the foofurf is taking, of course, has to do with that G word. God. Uh, and, uh, and of course that's not, it's not okay to have that there. Um, the reason I'm bringing it up, the Fufurf has sent them several letters that have been basically ignored, Uh uh, that are, that point out to them, to, to the, the Madison County schools, you, you can't, you can't do that. Yeah. You can't have God, uh, at the, on the thing. Right. Uh, superintendent Ronald Wilcox at some point, uh, told a local newspaper, that it, quote, just sums up the culture here and what we believe. Uh, what he believes. Yeah, exactly. What probably most everyone in their community believes. I, I, but is it everyone? Right, exactly. And the That's que- the question. The question for me is like, and if you lived in a majority Muslim community, would you be okay with Allah being at the top of the thing? It sums up what they believe, what the community believes. Yeah. Would that be okay with you? Well then, shut the hell up. Yeah, but they wouldn't live there. Well, they wouldn't live where Allah was is king. Right? Yeah, exactly. So anyway, the Fufurf is now. This is why I bring it up. Seeking students or parents uh, in that district who might object to the logo. Oh yeah, so they're, they're, they're not really saying why. <laughs> well, but it's clearly because they need a plaintiff. Yes. So I'm putting I'm putting the call out. Do you live in Madison yeah, County, spread the word. North Carolina? Somebody you, knows somebody. Do you have a student? Yeah. Are you willing to endure horrible public ridicule and outcastness? Then uh, stand up for your uh, for your beliefs. Well, I just have a problem in like you know I mean like a lot of seals or logos they will put like these value words mm-hmm. up on them and that's fine right. Um, you need to narrow it down just a little bit. Yeah, you got too like, many words. They've got like what ten different like value words on there. Nine, yeah, nine. That's a problem. It's not okay. You got too many. And it, uh, with all that geometry going on somewhere <laughs> there, you're you're summoning some kind of demon that you don't even know who it is. That's what we should do. <laughs> Let's start a campaign that says that that summons a demon. <laughs> The, the 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 satanic temple needs to make that uh-huh. s- square like triangle within a square within a circle uh-huh. needs to be like that's how we summon Skurban, the yeah. demon of of bad education. Yes, yes, <laughs> that would uh, do it. Oh, that's funny. That's what you want. Yeah, there you go. Okay, Dan. Yes. Uh we all know that there are a lot of. Uh, Muslims in France. Right? Muslims. Muslims. I don't I don't take kindly to them. <laughs> well, uh a group of Muslim women yeah. are getting together uh and they've uh they've bought out a water park. Oh uh for a day in September, and they are hosting a burkini day <laughs> for Muslim women, no men allowed. Okay. Uh <laughs> to have their own Modest fun day at the water park. <laughs> oh my god! Now wait a minute. 
if it's no men allowed, can't they just wear non-burkinis? Can't they wear an actual bikini? There's a certain amount of covering that is just required. <laughs> Even among just women. I, my guess is yes. Because they're... I mean, I don't know. You raise the perfect point, Dan. There will be, however, staff from oh, yeah. the water oh, park. right. Of course. Uh, and me- there will be men on as lifeguards. Ugh. Ruining so, everything. Th- those will be the only men around. Right. Uh, well, so maybe oh, they're being... No, there will be some Muslim men with uh, with binoculars. Lurking. From outside Ooh. the park, just sort of... Oh, yeah. Oh, take some of it off, baby. <laughs> Take one of the things off. Oh, I can almost. Uh, Did you oh, see her wrists? I, ankle. I totally see ankle. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Creeping out over ankles. Uh, the group's name is Smile 13. Don't know why that's the thing. <laughs> that uh, sounds spooky. Smile. I don't know. It's 13. <laughs> like, <laughs> in, your, in your life, you get 15 of them. Right. This is number 13. Uh, yeah. And, uh,. So, the French, yeah, uh, they well the the French right. I, uh, I'll be okay. fair here, right? They don't like this. <laughs> the fuck? They're all up in arms. They're saying that that these uh, women are um, the this Islamist day demonstrates that outside. Of the comforting words of Muslim authorities, a certain number of Muslims are deciding among themselves to break away from our Republican model and put themselves outside our society. That was uh, Stéphane Ravier, who's a mayor of two Marseille districts, which is where the water park is. Wow. Um, but uh, also, let's just say uh, this person is a member of the far right uh, Front National. Um, and yeah, yeah. I, Another uh, person from the far right uh, took to tweet, Twitter, to Twitter, to Twitter. Valerie Boyer, uh huh. Um, a mayor of, I guess, also a mayor of some Marseille districts. Oh, really? Uh, says um, on Twitter, uh, sectarian claims in a water park to say nothing and do nothing is to become an accomplice. An accomplice to people enjoying themselves ah, in what? private. Come on, folks. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Anybody, any group should be allowed to buy out a water park. If they can't just, like, I'm guessing these are ladies that sort of, you can't go a month without somebody giving them a little bit of shit. Mm-hmm. Because they walk around in their hijabs and they walk, you know. they. Mm-hmm. Now, Marseille is a very... You know, when I've been in Marseille, there are lots of Muslims there. It's a very heavily Muslim. I mean, because it's right on the southern coast, which means that it's just across the water from, right. you know, Middle East, from, from Northern African sure. countries. Yeah. Like yeah. That's, and I got news for you, France. When you colonize another part of the world, you don't get to, like, you have, you, you broke it, you bought it. Like, that's part of what happens. You get a uh, whole bunch of brown folks coming to your country. That's not their attitude. Let me tell no, you. it's not their attitude, and it's bullshit. I love, that they're, I love that these guys are saying, they're separating themselves from our culture. So what we should do is separate them from our culture. Mm-hmm. The solution here is for us to make sure that they feel very, very, very alienated. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, from Marseille, I'll take a little 
jaunt over to Rome. Oh. Uh, well, or or the country encased in Rome. Oh. Where uh, this Pope Frank fella, mm. named after you, mm-hmm. uh, Francis, mm-hmm. um, he uh, he has done something interesting, and com- oh. well ish. Okay. He's uh, he's he's started a commission to check to to look into the possibility of uh, ordaining women to the deaconry, to deaconship, deaconhood. No, deaconry. No. Yes, that's you that's, can hear the cries now. Yes, that's right. No, it's horrific. I saw I, I saw one tweet that was like that was like. Yeah, a 12 months, like some sort, a long commission to study whether women can dunk babies in water. Because that is one of the things, deacons can actually perform a lot of the same functions as priests. Oh, really? Uh, they can preach, they can celebrate marriages. Uh, really? They can lead funeral services. No. They can even run parishes. What? The only thing they can't do, they can't, uh, they can't hear confessions hmm. and they can't consecrate the Eucharist. Um. And they Current. have they have a uh, very limited supply of uh, young boys. Oh, yeah. To uh, honestly, it's, it's not the same. No, you know, which is why it might the work. Ratio, which is why it might work to have women do it, because <laughs> it's so so much fewer. Uh, <laughs> now, currently, uh, the only people who can be deacons are married or celibate men over the age of thirty-five. Jesus Christ. Celibate men over thirty-five. Yeah, everyone, that's what you want. everyone, be very afraid of celibate <laughs> men over the age of thirty-five. I have not. Look, if you're asexual, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be, to be horrific, but uh, come on. Especially if they want to go into the priesthood, there's just, there's just problems. Celibacy is just problematic. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. I'm going to get a letter. That's okay. Yeah. You just piss someone off, Dan. Well, and maybe rightfully, maybe I should get a letter. Maybe that's fine. But yes, that's uh, so deacon. Maybe uh, so like, yeah, that doesn't mean we'll be getting we'll be seeing women deacons anytime soon. No, they're just looking at the issue. They're looking at the issue. But that's an interesting step in a in a church that's had no looking at the issue for, you know, millennia. Mm -hmm. That's uh, that's a step. It's a thing. Yeah, we'll see. I, you know, Pope Francis, he is a man of his word. He said he was going to look into it. And, and he's looking. looking into it. Yeah. Wow. He doesn't have Progress. to do anything with it, but he's <laughs> he's looking the hell into it. <laughs> oh, boy. He's the, he's the lookingest Pope of all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. So I'm going to ask you a question, Dan. Okay. Do you think these two guys look alike? You're showing me a picture. One of them's Josh Duggar. Okay. The other one is his online persona. Oh. Uh, or at least it's the guy whose pictures he took to post on Ashley Madison, OKCupid, <laughs> and so forth. <laughs> so yeah. wait, is it not him? He's, he's using no, another no, no, guy? No, no. Or- so, um, yeah, he's, he went online. He searched, <laughs> apparently, according to him, he typed in, random guy into google <laughs> and this was the third guy who came up and he's a more a more attractive version less right. puffy face yeah yeah he's got not a, quite a, the receding hairline better chin line better chin line higher cheekbones sure sure 
you know, he's a better but, looking fellow, better but, looking guy. But, but there's a similarity but there, there. There's a similarity. Like if Josh <laughs> Duggar showed up to your arrange, whatever you've arranged, your, your, the your, horror of whatever arrangement you've made with Josh Duggar. Right. But any arrangement with Do- Josh Duggar is a horrific arrangement. Right. And uh, if we need to remind our oh, listeners, yeah. Josh Duggar um, in 2015 confessed to molesting five girls, including his sisters, uh, Jill and Jessa Duggar. Uh, just a few months after that, he admitted to cheating on his wife um, using Ashley Madison's adultery service, if you'll recall. That's what Ashley Madison was about. Yeah, Ashley it Madison go. It's an uh, adultery website. Yes. Uh, this was not, hey, let's date. And Josh Duggar, also to remind everyone, is one of the Duggars of the uh, of the TV show uh, A Thousand Children and Counting. <laughs> On TLC. He, he's one of the kids of that and, and, and a very, was until certain things came to light, a very prominent uh, evangelical Christian spouting all of this. Uh, Indeed. Well, he's been having a little bit of a resurgence lately. I guess he's been working on mm. building back a little bit of a following. Well, he, well he, what he's been working on is smarter, smarter, sir, like web presences. Yes. Well, uh, now, yeah. the reason that this is all coming up, because this is actually, this, this picture's been around. Okay. Uh, people have known who this kid is. His name is Matthew McCarthy. Um, but he is, he's suing. Oh, uh, Josh Duggar. Oh, uh, because he's been getting a lot of bad, negative attention. Yeah, uh, it actually uh, a lot of people. He's he's a DJ in L.A. Oh no, and he actually has lost at least one gig to the fact that <laughs> he was uh, wrapped up in some sort of sex scandal involving Josh Duggar, and people don't even want to think about the implications. <laughs> uh, and uh, so he has been harassed with nicknames like DJ Duggar and <laughs> Duggar's Boy Toy. So, oh. so people are, con- are are making that the sex scandal, right? That he and Duggar had something, uh, which again, <laughs> the thought of and the horror of that. Um, I just love that his picture came up in the random guy picture did you, search. Did you type it in? I just did that. He, he, didn't, he didn't come, come up, up this time. Probably not anymore. Uh, yeah. But look at random all the... Guy. Those are random guys. Random guys. Boy, those are some random faces. There's too. a couple that look. are... Yeah, exactly. It's, 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 a, it's a fascinating search. <laughs> uh, why you would do that web search instead of like... <laughs> Any uh, number of other things. A lot of descriptors. I would, if I were right. trying to find a picture that I could conceivably argue my way, pass to say, off as that you. is that's that's me. I've just gained fifteen pounds. Right, exactly. Then, right, or it was last year. I I was much better looking last year. Yeah, exactly. For some reason. Um, yeah, I would I would put in a different set of criteria. What? Maybe hair color, sure. and age, and Caucasian, yeah. and. Uh, I just typed man. I just did a search for man, and it did a better search than random guy. <laughs> of course, most of them are like stock photos, but right, 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 right. right. You know, the occasional, uh, clearly, uh, like, oh. uh, and uh, why? What do you call it? A, a hedge mugshot. Oh, there yeah, you yeah, go. Mugshot. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, actually, buying a stock photo would have been less problematic uh-huh. for Josh Duggar yeah. than just using a real person's photo. Right. You can't get sued if you use a stock, if you pay for the stock photo. Yeah. <laughs> the person signed up for it. They're glad they got the work. 
Oh my god! So, yeah, so that's going on. I, I love that it's that he's being sued over it, and yeah, I think that it's, it's absolutely appropriate for the guy to be suing him. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's funny. So it's uh, tech, it's uh, unspecified damages uh, for the wrongful use of um, of his image. Of his image. Yeah. Got cut off. Oh, I yeah. definitely. I would sue him. I'd sue him for the pleasure of suing Josh Duggar. Yeah, no kidding, right? I wouldn't. I wouldn't even care if I got money. I would just be like, "Oh, oh, this is good. I got, I got him." Well, and let's face it, uh, Matthew McCarthy's getting some press. Hell yeah! And now people know that he goes by DJ Duggar, and that he can be hired <laughs> to. Uh, He's play yeah, your, if, uh, if you're in the Los Angeles area, or bar mitzvah. <laughs> DJ. I don't think that's gonna fly. <laughs> but do hire him for your uh, for your extramarital assignations for oh, sure. Indeed, he's perfect. Well, he's a good-looking guy. Yeah, who wouldn't want him showing up, knocking at your door at three a.m. Right. Although, you know? what would be ironic is if he actually started using the term DJ Duggar, and then the Duggars sued him back. <laughs> no, that'd be pretty funny. That would be funny. Uh, so. We never actually discussed this. A couple weeks ago, yeah. there was the, an announcement made by one of my favorite and our favorite uh, organizations, the Satanic Temple. Okay. Uh, which was that they were going to start an after-school program called After School Satan. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's a delightful little program that they've put together, uh, and it's mo- largely in response to the fact that, uh, that there's a, uh, a bunch of... Uh, Teens for Christ. And yeah, yeah. There's a bunch of uh, after-school Christian programs, uh-huh. um, and you know they basically uh, they they do this thing. You know, they the Liberty Council is it? No, the Christian. I'm trying to think what the group is that does this. Uh, the anyway, there's a group. Of, there's a specific group that does that does these uh, after-school uh, Chris, Christian programs. The good news program or whatever it is. And it's bullshit. And, you know, it's legal. It's totally legal because... But the the thing that makes it legal, because these happen on school grounds. Right. uh, Is that the schools open themselves up to anybody. Right. Uh, So... In order, but there, but it's problematic. People may not see what the problem is. The problem is that uh, then the kids start associating Jesus with their public school education, and that is that can be problematic because obviously the public schools are not teaching uh, and must not be teaching Christianity. Right. So the Satanic Temple solution, as always, is just to say us too, and they've started mm-hmm. this program. It's amazing. It's actually quite uh, quite a delightful little program. They uh, all, <laughs> of course all the, it is. I I'm mean, sure it's charming and yeah. There's nothing objectionable about it. No, except for its name, which and is the pre- and the pretense of the whole. The thing. name is after school Satan. Yeah, yeah, and that's <laughs> that's oh just God. that's enough. Yeah, and they know that that's enough. Like the whole idea, and they started one here in Utah. Yeah, because there was there was a thing. So all they do is they target. Schools that have these after school Christian groups and and then they go in there and literally the cu- curriculum is just uh, they, 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 they focus on the development of reasoning and social skills. Yeah. OK. Uh, meetings will include a healthful snack, literature lesson, creative learning activities, a science lesson, 
<laughs> puzzle solving, and an art project. That's fantastic. It's perfect. Yeah. It's great. Uh, I would send my kids to it in a heartbeat if I had any little bastards running around my house. Uh-huh. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, and, but, but yeah, I mean, it's, so it's one of those things that's designed uh, to be a good thing that terrifies the Christians. Oh. And, of course, the Liberty Council, which is a Christian group, uh-huh. has, uh, has responded uh, in, with, uh, with, they have a letter. Uh, that oh, no. They, oh, no. A the, letter. Oh, yes. They're, and so here's what they're, they're saying, that the Satanic Temple hates Christianity and seeks to force permissible expressions of Christian belief from the public sphere through various publicity stunts and antics. Yeah. They, they, they nailed it. Right. Well, That's exactly they, what they're doing. They don't hate Christianity necessarily. They, well, just, they hate the, the, the status that it's Right. They, that hate, it's they hate privilege yeah. that, that, that Christianity enjoys. And they, uh, they either want it to stop uh, being in the public sphere uh, in an in- inappropriate way, uh-huh. or you just got to share. Those are your yep. choices. Yeah, indeed. And since, since uh, Muslims already have it bad enough and don't really want to rock too many boats necessarily, <laughs> it's left to the Satan- Satanists. So I love it. I just uh, adore it. It's so funny. And if you have kids, please, seriously, if a Satanic... Uh, if after school Satan pops up in your area, send your kids to it. It'll be great if it actually flies. Yeah. If it actually goes through. Yeah, yeah. I I feel like that's you know what a fantastic after school uh, program. Yeah, I'm sure it will be. Yeah, as long as the kids know. <laughs> oh my God, they're fucking geniuses. <laughs> as long as the kids are in on the joke. Yeah. All right. Well, well, Dan, it's not literally they don't try and indoctrinate kids into Satanism. They don't try to indoctrinate them even into atheism. They hmm. make they they do nothing uh, uh, to, to they don't even talk about that stuff. OK, they just have a little fun educational thing and use the word Satan. That's all they do. That's They're really amazing. careful about it. That's amazing. It's so great. That's fantastic. Anyway, well, if you guys have anything that you'd like to, to chat with us about, if, if, if you have complaints about all of the stupid things that we say every week, uh, please write to us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. It's a closed group, so you have to request to join. Right. And then at some point in the future, you'll be let in. Yeah. And then it's amazing. And then it's great. And sometimes I'm there. Uh, it's, it's very funny because uh, apparently my, my absence was noted. <gasps> uh, I've been on vacation and then yeah. I had to, I've been, you know, I was out of town for yeah. non-vacation purposes. But yeah. Oh. Oh, no. No, Dan. There were troubles. What will we do without Dan? And what will we do without me? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, people. Take care of yourselves. Ooh, where's Dad? <laughs> Please don't bother me when I'm gone. Baby, though our friendship ceases from now on. And listen, if you can't say anything real nice. All right, we're going to play a little audio clip for you. Oh, <laughs> oh, we always, you know, this one's, I don't know if this will have the same effect on you folks, but it, here's the thing. This one made me wildly uncomfortable. 
because well I'll just we'll just leave it at that it's, and I'll tell you why afterwards. It's Glenn Beck, folks. It's Glenn and Beck. he's just talking. I'm sorry, I know a lot of people like God's not dead. I didn't. I don't think I've ever said this on the air. I walked out of it. And here's why I walked out of it. I was sitting with my daughter, um, Hannah, and I said, let's go see God's Not Dead. About 40 minutes into it, I looked at her and I said, can we go? And she said, oh, Dad, I've been praying you would say that. (laughs) And here's why. We talked about it on the way. What they did was they made atheists and they demonized them. They demonized them. They did to them Mm -hmm. what we do, what happens to us. Mm-hmm. We're better than that. And, they, and were, they, they were all one-dimensional people. One-dimensional people. It might feel good to have a movie come out where we get to slap people all across the face, but that's not helpful. That's not helpful. And that's not the way to change people's minds because, as the Democrats know, change people's hearts. And their minds really don't matter. That that part I don't understand. He's claiming that somehow the the Democrats and not the Republicans they don't they don't work on your brain. Yeah, they just they just try for your heart. Just the heart, Dan. Yeah, because what we've seen from the Republican side, especially in this election cycle, is a lot of really brainy stuff. Mm, I know, just really super brainy. <laughs> Definitely not shooting well, straight for the but heart. He's no fan of uh, of Donald Senor Trump of the Donald. So yeah. What made me uncomfortable about this clip is how much I was agreeing with Glenn Beck. Yeah. That's not a comfortable feeling. I'm not, I'm not happy in that space. It is interesting, though, <laughs> that he's like, I don't like that they're painting the, the atheists as like one-dimensional characters. Yeah, did you watch the rest of the movie? Because the Christians are one-dimensional characters, right. too. It's an it was a shitty movie. It was poorly written all around. Right. It's just you find the, 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 the Christians, Mr. Beck to be more sympathetic right so you didn't even notice how poorly written those characters were too but he did notice that they were unnecessarily demonizing all atheists oh and that's amazing that that's a great thing especially from crazy man mcbeck mccrazy town mcbeck i you know it's funny there's a local show that happens every year a local theatrical show uh, called Saturday's Voyeur. Mm-hmm. It's based on the Mormon uh, play uh, slash film Saturday's Warrior, right. which is a very, very Mormon thing. It's very goofy. If you want to hear about it, uh, you can actually, I kind of recommend listening to the the God Awful Movies podcast did the did that one. Oh, really? And it's, okay. it's very funny to hear them like not knowing what the fuck it is that they were watching. <laughs> Because it's like, anyway, uh, but Saturday's Voyeur, which is the one that's sort of the very liberal, very much sort of the the anti-Mormon establishment uh, play. They do it every year. It's a big musical. You can bring, you know, you can bring a picnic dinner to it and all the wine you can drink and just sort of really enjoy yourself. But I don't always enjoy it because... Many years, it seemed to me far too mean-spirited and far too anti-one thing. And, like, no no look back at the self. Like, no, mm. no, they they would never take on a Democrat who's doing something stupid or, or a non-Mormon who's doing something stupid. They, right. They basically just... Some years, some years it's it's a a, a funny, fun, playful lampoon, and mm-hmm. other years it just feels mean hmm. and uh, and 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 ill spirited, and mm. so 
you know, when you see that, it's not it's not fun. No. It's not but I bet fun. everybody was laughing. Oh, well, grand old you time. get enough wine into people, they'll laugh. I mean, <laughs> and the other thing is that, yeah, you know, when you're part of a minority in a group of people that, like, control everything. Right. In the, in the state of Utah, the Mormons control everything. Yeah. Our laws are passed by, like, our liquor laws are controlled by Mormons. If you don't make any sense. They make zero sense. Yeah. It's, it's the just, contradictions within them are... Amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's so so. Eh, you know, I get needing that outlet, needing mm-hmm. an outlet that says, you know, we 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 are oppressed a little bit, and we want to be able to make fun of the people who are oppressing us. Now, Christians are not oppressed in this country, <laughs> and they still feel the same need because they they because they're but they're persecuted. Their Damn. narrative is that they are persecuted. So, oh, it's so hard, you guys. It's so hard to be a Christian. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> well, it is hard to be a Christian, but not for the reasons that they think. Well, yeah. Or I, are willing to admit. I, look, it's hard to be a Christian because Christianity sucks. Here's the thing. I couldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> right? All right. Well, we had some lovely people uh, write into us and some Indeed. some callers in as well. We did. Uh, I'm, I'm going to start with a, an unsigned missive uh-huh. uh, from somebody out in the universe uh, who said, I stumbled upon your podcast and listened to the July 11th episode, uh, which was about Noah's Ark. Uh, not once have I ever heard Ken Ham, Ray Comfort, William Lane Craig, Matt Slick, or the Hovind clan, or any of the apologists even get their own doctrine correct. <laughs> not a single apologist has addressed this issue to my knowledge. Not one. And this is fascinating. I had to look this up to make sure that this person wasn't a crackpot. Okay. Here's what they say. Okay. They spend so much time trying to justify how it was, quote, possible to get two of each animal on the ark that they in, either intentionally or, or through ignorance overlook what their own book says on the matter. In Genesis 7, verses 2 and 3, uh-huh. it clearly commands that seven pairs of every clean animal and every kind of bird be taken on the ark it's only one pair from each unclean animal oh that's 14 of every clean animal and 14 of every bird and two of every unclean animal and there aren't that many unclean are no there's like five or six no there's like yeah i mean the un there are cloven wh- and this person says there are way more clean animals than unclean animals. Yeah, it's like pigs are unclean. Yeah. And yeah, if you have cloven hooves, like maybe that's an unclean animal, but like the vast majority of animals are clean. Yeah. Seven pairs. <laughs> I had to look it up. I was like that can't be right. That can't be. No. It's totally right. No way. He had to take seven pairs. That's nutballs. So, well, so there you, you needed, go, Ken Ham. You needed the uh, genetic diversity well, in, when, when, when resetting up those populations. I feel like seven. Seven you know. pairs. Yeah, one pair is obviously ridiculous, but right. seven pairs. Seven pairs, that'll work. You got a gene pool right there, there my you friend. Go. There you go. See how smart God is? He knows how genetics works. Right. Yeah, boom. They're Without, not even giving him credit for that. Right. So, but so it does cause a space problem. Of course, does it mean that uh, the unclean animals are now even uncleaner? Because they're because there's only the the limited gene pool. And I also, know. I will point out that means that for the clean animals, 
there is a more vast gene pool than there was left for humans. Oh. <laughs> That's interesting. So, I guess... Been, there should have been seven pairs of first couples. Right. Yeah. It does seem like that would be the case. Maybe there were... Uh, and then, and then this person, this, un, this the, whoever wrote in said, to be fair, I've never heard any Christian debaters bring up the point either. I've always wondered why Dillahunty, Hitchens, Dawkins, Shermer, and the rest don't use this point to force the apologist's hand in justifying a ridiculous story. I wonder about that too. I, I, I don't listen to all of the debates. I don't know, oh, but yeah. I'm sure somebody's thought of it, but that, yeah, that, I was just like, the ship has to be even bigger. Yeah. Tighter living quarters. That's that's more poop to deal with. Yeah, exactly. Seven oh, times the more poop. More food. All those birds. Well, did they eat? Well, the clean animals. They had to eat them. That's why they had seven pair. Maybe it was for food. Right. Yeah. Boom. There you go. Food problem solved. Yeah. Other problems still problems. Yeah. But man, mm, interesting. Yeah. All right. There you go. Very good. Because even if they did eat them as food, that doesn't solve the space problem at the beginning. That only solves the space problem as you move through the, the year's yeah. trek. Yeah. Hmm. Space, the final frontier <laughs> of Noah. All right. All right. What else you got? Uh, well, here's a caller uh, who's responding to something we talked about, I think, on last week's show. Oh, okay. Uh, having to do with uh, Hawaii and the Polynesian Cultural Center. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm just going to let him take it away. Hi, Dan. Hi, Frank. This is Scott from Illinois. Um, I was calling, um, I just was listening to your episode about the Polynesian Cultural Center and uh, had a little input. My uh, senior year of college, I did a short May um, term class in Hawaii. One of the things that we did is visited the PCC. Um, at the time, I was an atheist, but I had no knowledge of Mormonism. And, you know, looking back at it now, I, um, I actually find it incredibly disturbing. At the time, I remember we had to write a small paper about it, and I remember calling it a people zoo and being really put off um, by this idea of one of the guys talking about how amazing it was that basically the Mormons had pulled him out of his savagery and given him an education, and all he has to do is put his culture on display. Um, you guys hit it pretty much right on the head with, like, the idea of the 50s understanding of culture. It's, um, you know, there's nothing really real about it. Um, other than, you know, the fact that the people are, are supposedly from the actual islands. Um, and then another interesting thing, kind of a thought on my part, um, you talked about kind of the influx of Hawaiian Mormons, and um, I think the history of Hawaii might have a lot to do with that. Initially, the Hawaiians were basically um, savagely abused by sugar plantation um, owners, and when, you know, the Hawaiians would no longer work, they started bringing in other populations, and of all of the minority populations on Hawaii, um, especially Oahu, the Hawaiians are actually one of the most marginalized. And so um, a lot of their, you know, Christianity would probably left a really bad taste in their mouth. So the idea that, you know, there's a branch of Christianity, which is what they've been taught, but one that's a little less um, mainstream and, and offers some interesting things to them, I think is probably part of why there is such a big contingent of, you know, Hawaiian Mormons. Um, just some interesting thoughts. I, uh, you know, I, I just found it really interesting that you would bring that up and that your guys' views on that were the same as mine. I just remember my class being, you know, 
you know, the stereotypical, like, white person clapping at these, you know, savage natives kind of doing their thing and thinking, oh, it's so authentic, and, and me, you know, initially feeling that way, but then being really put off. So um, love the show. Thank you guys for keeping it up, and uh, we look forward to the next episode. Thank you. There you go. Yeah. It's, uh, it, it, yeah, People Zoo. That's exactly what you're looking at. That's a horrifying <laughs> thought. <laughs> That's a great phrase. Well, Ugh, I've been to a number of people's zoos. They're scary. Yeah? It's what not... were yours? Well, the PCC is kind of chief among them. It's, it's, What's it... disturbing about that uh-huh. is that it's... The, the, the it's an outside group. It's the Mormon Church, right? Right. That set the whole thing up and said, "Oh, hey, look at them, mm-hmm. look at them." Oh, and that is a people zoo. But what about like? Because um, I know like the Cherokee Nation, right? At their headquarters, they have like a living history sure thing. They have a little Cherokee village, right? right? And they have you know people out there demonstrating basket weaving and this and that and it's definitely a people zoo right when it's their own thing they're putting their own selves on display and it's really i think it's really nice yeah i mean i've definitely that that can be nice i'll tell you what when i went to uh to uh i was in virginia and we went to this this uh, historical triangle of of uh of williamsburg colonial williamsburg and what is it jamestown Mm, mm -hmm. and uh yeah anyway so there are like live actors acting out the various roles and whatever. It's fun. They they definitely didn't have any uh Native Americans to play the Native Americans. So white guys No Hasty white chubby guys in their fifties and you know, middle aged, horrifically pasty men in like deer skin uh no. like one oh, one shoulder outfits and moccasins. This I have a problem with. Showing us how they made canoes and how they made their huts and whatever. I'm sure that they went out of their way to be very authentic in the hut making. Mm-hmm. Not okay. <laughs> it did not feel okay to me. <laughs> First of all, Gerald, take off your glasses. Like, I, none of it feels right. None of it feels okay. Well, well, what do they what do they call it in uh, in the theater where you have uh, it's it's just like race neutral like, like casting. colorblind casting or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Isn't that, that what works, they were doing? That works better the other way. <laughs> that works better when it's when it's people of color playing white folks. <laughs> That's more okay. No, there there was actually a, an article. That I'm going to get off track a little bit here, but yeah. there was an article in of all places, the Provo, Utah, uh, newspaper, the Herald, the Herald, yeah, uh, of a theater guy saying, uh, "We need to stop with the whole like white people playing, you know, the King of Siam and the in the King and I, and white people playing, uh, you know, what's her name in in South Pacific the." Pacific Islander lady okay. who like sings the happy top keep a talking happy talk. It's first of all, both of those shows are shows that in their time were anti-racist, right. but now are clearly just racist. <laughs> <laughs> like the shows have plenty of racism in them, right. even though like they they're purported to be anti-racism. Right, right. But yeah, we need to stop having white people playing all of these people of color and 
you know, I had a friend who was like, yeah, but if we, but this is Utah. We don't have enough people of color to do. We don't have enough Asian actors to do King and I. And I was like, great. Then don't do it. Don't do King and I. You're done. <laughs> that show doesn't happen until do you. Do Oklahoma. Right. Because you've got plenty of white people. You'll be fine. <laughs> you just can't do that. Yeah. And I was in the King and I as a kid. I played a little Siamese child. You did? Yeah. Did Dyed they, my hair black. Did you like some eye makeup? Did something with my eyes. Not oh. sure what. Oh. I mean, I was eight. Right. I, I don't know that I can be blamed. And it no. was it was the eighties. It was a different time. It was then. a different time. It was a different understanding right. of these issues. Right. Or zero understanding of these <laughs> issues. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that was that was rough. Yeah, All right. It wasn't uh, intentionally racist. It was just that racist. time. No, that wasn't intentionally racist. None of it's intentionally racist. It's just racist. <laughs> I'm sure that yes, I'm sure that the the well meaning White gentleman who was playing the Indian at in Jamestown or whatever. Right. Oh, he probably nothing. loves Native American cultures. Yeah. You know? Nothing but the best of intentions. He yeah. knows how to make a canoe. Right. Using the old techniques. Yes. He knows how to build, how to erect an Indian hut of whatever the... Unbelievable. It, great. Great. Get out of those clothes. Uh. You are not okay right now. Anyway, uh, someone else wrote into us, also uh, semi-anonymous, uh, signed only as P, mm, the letter okay. P. Okay. Hello, Frank, Dan, and sometimes Mark, and very occasionally Jake. I'm writing to thank you all so much for your podcast, especially the discussion in number 244. Uh, I'm a 30-something atheist living smack dab in the middle of Tennessee, and as you can imagine, it can be quite lonely and frustrating. Mm. I can't imagine mm -hmm. that, in point of fact. Mm -hmm. uh, I've only very recently started using the word atheist freely to describe myself to coworkers and Fantastic. acquaintances. And let me tell you, it's not a great way to make new friends in the volunteer <laughs> state. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're volunteering for something. Yeah, there. you're you're volunteering Some for yeah, exactly. Uh, P says I've written down Dan's quote from that episode. Quote. Uh, it feels weird to say, quote, when I'm quoting me, but, uh, quote, okay. uh, the key to not letting them get to you is to own you. Hmm. It has helped to strengthen my resolve to be an example of what atheism really is in an environment where it's a foreign concept. Hmm. I can fully own myself and my beliefs. I can show others that non-belief is not a scary thing at all. Again, thank you so much for all that you do for us, especially us poor souls residing in the Bible Belt. Oh, that's nice. That is nice. Uh, I, 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 all you Bible belters, gosh, I, we just wish you so much the best. Yeah. Because uh, that's just not that's a fucking not... easy place to be an atheist. But how wonderful that he's able to, and he feels... He or she. He or she. Oh, because it's, it's P. You're right. right. Um, but this, that this writer feels comfortable enough to be talking about their atheism openly. Yeah. Because... That's going to inspire someone else. Yeah. Like I, it, there's someone else that, that you're going to come in contact with who doesn't really believe and buy all the bullshit. Right. And, uh, and they're going to take inspiration from you. And the whole so reason, I that, think that's, and the that's reason that I read this email uh, is that there may be somebody else who's, you know, who's in a Bible bait Belt state and just thinking to themselves, I just can't. There's no way. Yeah. Well, here's an example of somebody who does, and it's problematic. It's hard. But it's okay. Yeah. Own you, baby. Yeah. Be you. Yep. 
See, you know, it's the only way you're going to live your life and feel like you're you're you you own it, and to live authentically. As much as that's just become a trite thing to say, but it's but not. It's, it's like, real. It's, it's it feels a million percent better mm-hmm. if you're not endangering your life or something. Oh yeah, yeah. There are situations in which you <clears throat> absolutely should hold back information about yourself. But but if you feel good, if you, and feel, you feel safe. safe and and you know I I get it. it it reflects on your family it reflects on a lot of things but it's so worth it I mean if 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 it's even remotely possible you can like you know other family members if they're grown ups they can handle themselves right but you need but to be you honestly and openly mm-hmm. it's a world of difference yep all yep. right wonderful do we, do we have another voicemail we do have another voicemail this is Desert Dave. Um, we, when we were talking, there was, a, um, a young person who wrote in, um, a few weeks ago, I think talking about some depression issues and just, and, you know, and, and, and some suicide, suicide issues. issues. Yeah. And, uh, and we gave our, our, uh, two cents, our idiot. We, we, we did our best we're, to, to, we are give not a little therapists, of, to, but to give a little bit of advice, I guess. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so, but there was something that we failed to mention we missed and we uh, missed something important and and that's what dave is is clearing up for us hey frank and dan it's desert dave down in san antonio i was just listening to you address the uh the young person who was uh i guess they were young was um struggling with the suicide and depression and i thought that uh that you guys did a really good job and, and you made it clear that you know you weren't professionals and then you shared some very valuable uh information and tips with them i just wanted to um ask you if you could get back to them and remind them that there is a thing out there called secular therapist uh project and it's part of the recovering from religion organization i do believe um and they have access to secular therapists that won't try to put religion on the person when they go see them Etc. And uh, it didn't come out in the show. I'm sure you guys know of it, um, but you, know, you can't think of everything when you're you know, going live. So I appreciate you guys, uh, and uh, just wanted to put that out there. So thanks, thanks for everything you guys do. Bye. Well, well thank, thank you. you, yeah, Desert Dave. That, that's actually really helpful. I can't believe we missed it because it is something that we're aware of and something that that I support a thousand percent. That would be seculartherapy.org. Mm-hmm. It's called the Secular Therapists Project, and yeah, you can visit that. They they they've made it a Herculean effort to find secular therapists all over the country uh-huh. who will who will sign in and uh, and and it it anonymously uh, helps you search for a therapist and and then connects you to them. That's fantastic. So uh, so yeah, you're safe. Uh, it it's super useful. Uh, hopefully, they have something in your area. If they don't, they can even find a therapist that's willing to work with you through Skype mm. or uh, through you know through some other means. Wow. So uh, so really a, a a great resource. And and if you're if you are struggling, uh, sometimes therapists will be assholes and like start telling you about Jesus. And it, that's yeah. that's a a if disturbing that's the last thing, thing you want to hear. Yeah. So this is a good way to uh, to avoid that problem from yeah. the outset. Excellent. We had some people give us money. Indeed. And I uh, and we have some some folks to thank for it. Uh, I'm going to start because we had one one time donation. 
uh, from Steve. Uh, so thank you so much for that, Steve. That was a, that's delightful. And then uh, you have some people, uh, some some new patrons. Is that right? New patrons on Patreon. Okay. Uh, we have Jenny to thank, Brady, Stephen, and Willow. Awesome. All four of them new uh, patrons this week on Patreon. Amazing. So you can uh, you can also be a uh, patron. Yes, uh, just and, go to our website, and we have an. W- there's a new incentive. If well, yeah, you want. yeah, uh, exactly. Um, what we've realized is we're playing ads now, right, on our show, on the show, and we've decided that if uh, as a nice thank you to to, to the to the people who are uh, donating on Patreon, um, you can go to Patreon and go to our page, and there will be a. Uh, ad-free version of the show up for your consumption. Right. If you're a patron. If you're a patron. So go to Patreon. Go to thankgodimatheist.com. Click on the Patreon button. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can donate. You, you can just be a, a, a one-time-per-episode donor. Basically, it, you, it's just a subscription. Right. You donate to us. And, and then you, set, you and you set the dollar amount. You, like, yeah, it's totally up to you. Yeah, it's up to you how much you want to donate. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if you adore us and you have oodles of cash... Uh, hey, take that into consideration. Yeah, uh, uh, but but yeah, I mean, as little as a dollar per episode is totally great, and uh, and and helps us out a, a ton. Yeah, uh, and then and and then if you want to avail yourself of the ad-free version, you are welcome to do so. And it's right there. You just sign into Patreon, and it'll be there. Frank. Yeah, do you floss? <laughs> I am a flosser. You're a you, you. You're you're the type. I uh, you strike actually, me as very much the type. I uh, I recently discovered those uh, fuzzy toothpick things. Uh-huh. I forget what they're called, but they're they you break one off and you sit there and they go night, right up against your gum and they go th- they go they they're just fantastic. They're right? like pipe cleaners they're for your pipe gums. cleaners for your teeth uh-huh. and gums. And so, but I realized that I wasn't getting, and I, I kind of did a switch to those, but I didn't get that nice, satisfying, like, clean between the teeth that floss does, Yeah, I just, right? Because it was only really addressing the gums and kind of, and so I alternate days now. Okay. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut you off. <laughs> I don't care about any of that. <laughs> Dan, <laughs> I have very good oral hygiene. You do. You do. You're very proud of it. But here's the thing. So. I mean, most of our listeners will be aware that there has been a uh, a, a, a new uh, outcry. There's a development because because while yep. uh, the dental community uh, has been touting for decades mm-hmm. the benefits of flossing, mm-hmm. it has recently come to light they don't have the the the, the, uh, the scientific backing there to was, make that claim. There was never. Any research, or or the research that was done was wildly insufficient to be able to call it a scientific claim, and yet they've been making the claim. So so now we're in this weird uh, this weird post flossing moment uh, where someone like myself, who I see, I've had moments in my life when I wasn't flossing. And I, I know the difference in my mouth uh-huh. from between the flossing years and the non-flossing years, right? Yeah. I know the difference. 
my my I, my mouth feels better when I floss. Uh, I I feel like um, there's there's less you know bleeding. Um, the gums are definitely less inflamed. I love that you had to whisper bleeding. Like, bleeding gums is just an awful concept. <laughs> it's just horrible. I can handle bleeding elsewhere. Bleeding gums, oh, just the worst. Um, <laughs> and so you know. I have my own experience mm. with this thing that has now been scientifically debunked. Well, has it well, though? Well, not debunked. It does, what they've admitted is they don't have scientific proof. Right. And we'll That's get into true. that a little yeah. bit. Now, I'm not a flosser. It's to my great shame my entire life. I, 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 I really resonated with the old Mitch Hedberg joke. He's a comedian that passed away a while ago. But he, he said, his buddy came up to him and was like, dude. You have no idea how hard it is to quit smoking. And he was like, yes, I do. It's exactly as hard as it is to start flossing. <laughs> but once you get I, it going, Dan, it's really easy. It's hard to start. I've tried a number of times. I can't get the habit going. It you just, just, you just have to go 21 days. It's like that. Start a new habit, like, Dan. It's that extra two minutes of my life that it I doesn't just. doesn't even take that long. Oh, uh, well. It doesn't even take that long. Here's the other thing. Yes. My teeth are incredibly tight together. Every mm. dentist I've ever been to talks about it. So it's a lot harder to get oh, the floss in between no. each, each tooth. Oh, that sounds awful. It's not pleasant. I bet these little pokey things would, would do wonders yeah. for the health of your gums. Maybe. I, I may not be able to get them in there. They're that tight together. It's like I can barely get floss in there. Huh. And that's, so there you go. So it's hard. Uh, <laughs> however. Sounds, sounds awful. But you know this, so this is your lack of sympathy you. is noted. <laughs> your lack of sympathy is noted. <laughs> you're enjoying this news, aren't you? Well, no. Here's the thing. I should. I want to so much. Like I want this to mean I was right and you were wrong, <laughs> and you've been wasting your life. No, that's what I want because this to I mean. Have healthy gums. Who says I don't have healthy gums? I don't know, Dan. I don't have healthy I, gums. Yeah, I can see the blood <laughs> trickling down onto your lip right now. Just a little bit. And it's <laughs> just this tiniest trickle. No. I have good teeth. It's fine. But here's the thing. You, so you admit you don't have good gums? Are they red and inflamed and hurt to no. the touch? No. Not mm. at all. That's bad. Dan. They're receding a little bit, though. That's They're not receding. nice. Yeah, that's going to happen. Everybody's gums recede. But, yeah. but anyway, here's the thing. What can we take from this lack of scientific uh, under, uh, uh, proof that flossing works. Well, because like we are kind of, we like to say that we're skeptics. Should, we're skeptics. We're supposed to be and, skeptical. And we, we encourage uh, living a life based in reason. Yeah. And uh, honoring science, honoring science, uh, uh, all that stuff. Uh, and this is so. So I, I I'm what we're trying to do is make the flossing thing an allegory for how we live our whole lives. Mm. And that is to say, when something is pointed out, we have to look at what is actually being said, because a thousand headlines came out that said, Stop flossing! Or like, you <laughs> don't have to floss! <laughs> They've been lying to you this whole time! It's like flossing stocks just plummet. Right, exactly. Procter and Gamble or whoever is now making <laughs> nothing. Suddenly. Poor people. I don't know who, I don't know who makes floss. I don't I, floss. I, anyway, uh, but here's the thing. Both your conclusion 
that it's good for us, mm-hmm. and my conclusion that we never have to floss again, and my vindication are wrong. Well, I say it's good for me. Right. At this point. I I would have joined in the chorus and said, no, flossing's important before. But now all I can say is, you know, I I see a benefit in my own life. But this means that I, am I now letting people who talk about cleanses and toxins and shit off the hook? Because I'm in the same boat. Right. They see a benefit from from a stupid fucking cleanse. They're like, I know isn't doing anything. I feel it. I know in my body, I can feel the difference. I know the difference. Right. And so I'm fucking livid right now. Because you can't be. Because I have to concede (laughs) that they get to make that choice about their life. Right. Right. So, Uh. So here's the thing. I'm guessing... That flossing is, like, if I were to make a guess, I would guess that flossing actually does have the health benefits that they've been claiming, or at least some of the health benefits that the dentist, the, the, the dental practi- practitioners have been claiming. Does it prevent heart attacks? <laughs> I'm not going there. I'm definitely not going there. Because I heard that one. I heard that one, too. <laughs> There's a link between healthy gums and heart disease. Okay. I don't know. I don't well, it's I, the, any inflammation in the body is not good for the heart. I mean, that's, I think, what it's supposed to be, right? Well, I don't know. But I, again, that's what, again, this was sort of the explanation that kind of went in my head, and I just kind of was like, well, I mean, maybe I don't understand it, but I don't want to have a heart attack. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Keep flossing. So here's the thing. That would, so that's my guess, is that, yes, there's benefit. There's health benefits, uh, gum benefits. I, I think it just... To my, flossing. My gums feel better. It just, it just hasn't it been... I don't know. I think it may actually... I mean, I know some people who work in the dental industry, yeah. and, uh, and they swear that they can see the difference. Uh, like, non-flossers, their gums recede faster. Mm. They have more problem with gum recession. Mm. Uh, gum disease, gingivitis, they say, is, which is just inflammation of the gums. Right. It's not, I mean, it's, it's, it's gingivitis. Yeah. Yeah. It just sounds scarier than it's it awful. probably is. No, but it's the worst thing ever. But, you know, they say that they can see a difference. I'll believe them. I, it's the, the, but all of that is anecdotal <laughs> until it's fucking researched and shown. I know. So, like, I, 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 the, I, that's the point. The point is... Science is not perfect. No. Science and, and scientists and people in scientific industries aren't perfect. But the whole point of science, the whole point of the scientific method is that flaws are eventually uh, uncovered mm-hmm. and exposed. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Uh, because there will be flaws. There will be mistakes. There will be uh, bad science done. Yeah. Um, not unlike what happened with, uh, with, with the whole anti-vax thing. You know, one doctor yeah. publishes a shitty study that actually that is later debunked, and that one was entirely debunked. There's been almost nothing studied as heavily as vaccinations, and the scientific community is unanimous in their support of vaccinations. They fully bunk it. It is bunked. Yes. It is 1,000% bunked. <laughs> uh, but yes, the uh, the science, the, the, the anti-vaxxers, the people who are convinced that it causes autism and all sorts of other problems, are basing that on shitty science. Yeah. 
So there's two things we have to learn here. We have to learn how to look for good science, mm. and we have to learn what science means. Like if a research, if a if an article comes out and says kale will solve all of your health problems, right? And it's based on science, right? We have to know how to read that. Well, yeah, because because science reporting, first of all, ain't science, right? Science reporting is headlines, right? And, and that's all they. they and it's driving a different form of clickbait. Driving traffic to their website. Yeah. yeah. And they'll they'll paraphrase until it means things that there's no way that scientific study could mean. Right, 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 right. Uh so we have to first watch out for that. Mm-hmm. Then we have to know we have to like look at science even the scientific even the, the peer reviewed paper, we have to look at with a skeptical eye until it's been studied further. Until it's been, you know, confirmed by other scientists, mm-hmm. repeated, mm-hmm. like all of this is part is a vital part of the scientific uh, method, right? And repetition is very rarely done. Actually, there's too there's too few scientists out there to do a repetition of of studies. Well, there's no glory in it either. Right? Exactly. Hooray! <laughs> I get to repeat right. somebody else's thing. Great. Right. Huh. Uh, so so. You know, it's it's a it's a process, people. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that we can just dismiss flossing. It doesn't mean that. No. It just means God damn it, dentists, get your act together. That's what it means. Yeah, put some money toward this thing. Get a nice little uh and boy are they going to. Oh yeah. Oh, there's gonna be some uh <laughs> some very very rapidly conducted research yeah. into the benefits of flossing. The problem is you can't rapidly conduct the research because it has oh, to be years and years and years long studies. It's going to be as fast as they possibly can get it. Right. It's this is this is it's already started. Yeah. Guaranteed. Uh, there I, there have been around. some studies that have been done that like like there was one study where they followed a bunch of kids where a professional came and flossed them every day or something like that. Oh, <laughs> awful. And that's that, truly <laughs> awful. That apparently worked. That apparently had some some health impact. Oh, so none of the kids had heart attacks. Yeah, apparently don't floss wrong. That's part of the thing. You have to floss correctly. <laughs> ah. Floss like a pro. Yeah. Interesting. But it's nice sawing motion, right? Isn't that what you're supposed to do? I, I, th- I think it, no, forth, I think it's an up and, and down. I think back, it's an, I No, think. you're supposed to just like saw at those gums. Nope. <laughs> nope, nope, up and down. Up and down. <laughs> Consult with your dental professional <laughs> when learning how to floss. Do not uh, consult. Because as much as podcasters are uh, the proper source for most of the things in your life, mm-hmm. uh, maybe not for how to floss mm. or anything in the whole world. Yeah. Never listen to a podcaster. Oh. Or at least be skeptical. That's <laughs> the thing. A, skeptic is a, is a, a skeptical mind is a healthy mind. Unless you're too skeptical. A well-flossed mind. That's right. If you're using skepticism properly, mm. use uh, use as directed. Use mm-hmm. only as directed. Because skeptic- if you're like... Once a day if you'd, before if, going to bed. If you don't let go of the skepticism, if you're skeptical of all of the science, uh, and you won't even believe it when it's like real, mm-hmm. then you're... Then you're, you're just always skeptical. Then you're in problem town. Yeah, that's a problem. That would be bad. Anyway... Yeah, it'd be a hard hard life to lead. The other thing that this points out is the whole confirmation bias thing. We all need to be wary of confirmation bias. Yeah, when the next crazy fad diet comes along and it has everything that you love in it. Right. And boy, that sounds great to just be eating, you know, 
bacon and mm-hmm. you know right just L- lose weight all day long just by just by <laughs> sugar yeah. it's the candy diet uh yeah you can't candy just diet. you can't just let it confirm what you already want the truth to be well it depends on how how quickly it gives you the shits after you eat it <laughs> well right that because could... if it's just flat it's a cleanse it's and the candy cleanse that's right and you'll lose you know. all of that tooth weight that's been holding you back. <laughs> I, here's the thing. I do, I, you know, I, I would love for it to be true that flossing does nothing. That would just make my life so great. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the fact that it would make me happier doesn't make it truth. Right. And we need to be really careful of that. Right. Out there in the world. Indeed. And go and go and yell at some people for doing a juice cleanse, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> like Frank does. Yeah, because it's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> All right, Dan. Well, if you have any examples uh, that you want to share of ways that science has been abused or ways that non-science has been declared science or anything like that, you can participate in this conversation. You can write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424 666 Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist, and see what Mackenzie's up to. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. And notice my absence, if ever I choose to be not there for a little bit. All right. Um, Thanks thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of her hard work on that Facebook page. And thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. Thanks again to donors. If you want to be be counted among their membership, please go to uh, thankgodimatheist.com and click on the donor buttons. Mm -hmm. And thank you, dear listener, for tuning in. Bye!